0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplug. This is the Diz Unplug Disneyland Edition, episode 510 for the week of October 18th, 2015. The Diz Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jamalotta Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday... Mary Jo takes a day six drive out to the beaches of Southern California, and Tony tells us how you can feed your family-of-four breakfast at the Disneyland Resort
1: for under $40.
2: Well, anybody can go rooting through the trash cans, Tony. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I really worked hard on coming up with that idea.
3: Those
4: webcams come in handy
0: sometimes.
3: I think it's a lovely idea, Tony.
1: (laughs) Right
0: now, it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the design Unplugged. Hello, everyone.
3: Hey. Hello.
2: Hey there, Hi there. Ho there. The whole team
0: is back together again.
3: Yay. It's a
0: reunion show. All right. <laughs> Does that mean
3: we're gonna like you know wonder who why a, you know Tony got kicked off the
0: island? Yeah. Right. There you go. Um, all right. <laughs> Dang that Yoko. Um, couple things in housekeeping. Okay, so a few weeks yeah. ago we were talking. Who's Tony, totally, stop it. Um,
1: we were talking no, about oh, doing no, It You're me.
0: Me. It not blaming
1: me. First, I'm digging through trash. <laughs> now you're blaming me. All of a sudden, I'm the, the I'm the bad one. Well, I, guess
3: I'm <laughs> I lost my lavender ice cream and almost ended up in my lap.
1: Uh, was that? Oh, it was
0: Nancy. Okay.
3: It was uh, me. I'm like almost to the bottom of the pint.
0: I
1: accept so your apology, Tony. I, I apologize, Tom. Kind of Thank
0: <laughs> Yeah, so, I think
3: Tony got a rough shot there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So a few weeks ago, we were talking about a couple... New Good Neighbor Hotels, and I got really excited that the Spring Hill Suites was a Good Neighbor Hotel. So, I kind of misread the email. Spring Hill Suites is a Good Neighbor Hotel, but not my Spring Hill Suites. Um, It's not the one at Catella and Harbor, the convention, the one that's called Spring Hill Suites Convention Center. It is the Spring Hill Suites Anaheim Main Gate, which is back behind Disneyland on Ball Road.
4: Wait, behind Disneyland? Behind it? Really?
0: Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, if, if, I think it's on Ball, and then you go... Oh my gosh,
2: it's the Hound of the Baskervilles. You go,
0: go west on, on Ball, past, um, past West Street or Disneyland Drive or whatever it is.
4: So it's the um, Good Neighbor Boondock Hotel. Yeah, well no, but it's a
0: spring of suite, so it's it's I think it's past the nasty hotels and
4: Okay, so why haven't you stayed there yet?
0: I yeah, that's what I'm I'm looking at next because I wanna review that one. So you're um, so
3: down the Boondocks.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. Um any other housekeeping. Did anybody see the note about Fantasy Fair, the shows at Fantasy Fair that they're not using FastPass anymore? Did anybody else see that? I haven't, have I? Haven't gotten independent confirmation on that, but there's a rumor that the the um, Frozen show at the Fantasy Fair it
3: was probably a silly idea anyway
0: is is no longer using Fast Pass.
2: Oh, no, is, is Frozen finally thawing?
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. I hope so. Any other housekeeping?
3: Oh, did you see that they're finally starting to bring um, Disney Channel celebrities and stuff back to uh, Downtown Were you Disney? Using air-, air quotes. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they brought, um, you know, they haven't done this since they got rid of Studio 365, right you know, and converted it to, you know, Anna and Elsa's whatever frozen crappy product wonderland. Um,
0: <laughs> tell us how you really feel.
3: Hey, my girls miss Studio 365 time and time again. So, there you go. They just, they honestly, they miss it. They miss the variety of cool things they had there, the fun clothes they had there. You know, they don't want to go shopping for Anna and Elsa products. They think it's baby.
2: Getting made up like Lindsay Lohan.
3: There you go. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, right, so, the makeovers so. were still kind of fun, but um <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Zoe so,
2: loved Back it. to you.
3: Anyway, so they used to always, because it was, you know, a studio theme, they would bring in, right. like, the Jonas Brothers or, I you know, whatever either. pop Disney yeah. style. Well, they had the Descendants kids there yesterday morning.
0: Very they cool. gave one cool. day notice. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, just to they get
0: didn't a want crowd not too there. many people there. Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly. But anyway, so they're starting to do stuff like that at Downtown Disney again, which I think is kind of good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Maybe that's another
3: that. sign that Frozen is
2: thawing.
0: <laughs> awesome. Any other housekeeping?
2: I have a couple. One, on, Michael. T- just to let folks know that on the day this uh, show is released, um, Tickets for Star Wars 7, the, the Force Unleashed, or whatever it is, <laughs> go on sale along with a new trailer. So, Tony, I know you're in line. Uh, how are yes. the lines um, for it's it? It's pretty
1: good. There's a lot of uh, Red Bull being drank from a lot of these people. And there's, um, we talk about looking through the trash. That's, <laughs> we've been, and I, I really need to go to the bathroom so someone can come out here and, uh, Relieve me, not literally relieve me, but give me a chance to go to the bathroom. It'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> where are you?
0: Where Where <laughs> are you at this weekend, Tony? Oh, um, well, oh, I'm in Pensacola, Florida.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway,
3: and well, in, you uh, know, I'm sitting here wearing my lovely Star Wars retro T-shirt. So there we yeah, go. I thought
2: she was going to say a Princess Leia slave yeah. outfit. Oh yeah, please ma'am. <laughs> oh, not. Oh, not with my hips, man.
1: Sorry, no, I'm wearing that actually. That's <laughs> It's, <laughs> it's little Tony's work here in the line. So That's your
4: next marathon outfit, right, Tony? <laughs>
1: oh no, let's end that right there. We're done. No. No, we're not. No, I will never <laughs> wear that slate outfit. Unless
2: okay. Tom begs me really quick. No. And there, Nancy, is the thing you were looking for in the Chatterati. About Downtown Disney. Oh, no, I already found
3: it. In fact, <laughs> I found more than just Downtown Disney.
2: Anyway, but, <laughs> so. uh, yeah, they're they're having an event in Downtown Disney in front of the AMC Theater. Hey, Mel,
3: that's my rapid fire. Oh, I thought you
2: changed it. Anyway. No. Okay, well, I'll let you finish it. Sneak
3: but preview, I anyway, it's more. bigger than just that.
2: Go ahead, uh, Michael. More. So, anyway, last week I talked about um, Fantasia 75 right. and commented that some of the... Theaters did not seem to be having tickets available, and some did. Well, Carol actually did a little digging into this, and it turns out the Century Theaters have not yet released the tickets. So, because they're actually, they're having a series that they're going to be releasing on uh, its anniversaries of great classic films, and Fantasia is just one of them. So, until they have that whole series lined up, um, they're not going to release the tickets. So, If if you do live near a Century Theater, uh, it might be appearing on the Fantasia 75 screen, you know, the website, but tickets aren't available because Century just isn't quite ready yet to release them. So so it will be coming. But I, I do have like a public service announcement about Fantasia 75. I really strongly recommend you use that link that Tom uh, provided in the show notes, because I learned that when you type in Fantasia 75, did you folks know that there are people that have videos of themselves in the most intimate uh, of <laughs> actions? I know, I was Watching shocked. Watching Fantasia? <laughs> I was shocked. Well, this lady named Fantasia 75, <laughs> and... I'm just wondering is this like one of those George Foreman things where there are they had said there's 74 other women named Fantasia? I mean and mom and dad this this is your uncle Michael talking. When you name your daughter Fantasia you've just set her off on a course you are never going to hear and the Nobel Prize for Literature goes to Fantasia 75. So <laughs> just use the link. Do not type in Fantasia 75. <laughs> That's the end now, of Now, there's a lovely girl Netflix. who
3: won American Idol many, many years ago named Fantasia. She
0: must have won the film 74. Film <laughs> yeah, she was 74. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, just want to say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler uh, at Mixler.com. Uh, if you want to listen live to our ramblings, we are live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Are um, they
3: the Mixlerites?
0: No. Um, you can find the link on our show notes page at
2: Uh Michael, what's happening this week on Connecting with Walt? Well, connecting with Walt, we talk about Walt's plans for Epcot the city. Walt said that it would take him about 15 years to build Disney World as the way he envisioned it. So Craig is the Sherman to my Mr. Peabody and we are going to take you on a Wayback Machine to 1982 and we're going to take a visit to Epcot City if it had been built exactly as Walt envisioned it. Very cool.
1: I'm listening. And you know I never listen to any of our shows. So you've got you got me.
2: Thank you. Great. Yeah, I it's fascinating. And we have a discussion as to if Walt had lived, would would this have been successful?
0: There you go. And of course, Connecting with Walt is also available at disunplug.com. Also on the Diz YouTube channel, you can find it there if you want to listen on YouTube. Um, any other housekeeping? No? Okay, cool. Over to the other coast with the news, Tony.
1: Well... When Snoop Dogg's around, <laughs> you know, if there's going to be smoke, and if there's smoke, there's going to be fire. So, again, you know he's a grandfather? Like, and now he's... Really? Wow. Like, what? I know, anyways, well...
3: I'm amazed he lived through all those Roscoe sticks and waffles.
1: Well, I guess when you're lighting up enough, it's making it so relaxing, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, personally, anyways. So, speaking of that, so Snoop Dogg... Was at the Heat Ultra Lounge near Disneyland, and a small fire broke out. But it reopened the next day. A chandelier caught fire inside the lounge at um, Garden Walk Mall around 11:30 p.m. recently, and but was already extinguished by the time the Anaheim Firefighters arrived. Hey, any chance we can bring Snoop Dogg into the podcast? We've got to. The fire <laughs> truck sprinkler, which flooded the nightclub as firefighters ordered evacuations. Uh they had promoted, they were having a haunted heat event featuring Snoop Dogg. So At Garden ra- a Garden Walk. Yeah, I mean yeah, for now it's costing us five thousand dollars to like go to Disneyland and now Snoop Dogg's at Disney. like I don't know. I think I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: like yeah, that. I, I agree in in the in the chat. I was just- garden walk? Good news no one was there, <laughs> yeah.
2: So, that, you know, so yeah, oh, yeah true. No
1: injuries. And more <laughs> serious in terms of what we always talk about news. I'm going to... Payphones are gone! No, that isn't really the serious one, but we've got to say it. Payphones, okay. Construction walls had popped up around the pay telephones at Village House Restaurant and at the exit for Space Mountain, and the walls have come down, and the payphones are gone. So, the problem with that is how do we tell our kids what payphones are anymore when they're nowhere to be found?
3: Hey, and you can't make do? reservations either. Then for, free from the payphones.
1: Wait, you used to be able to. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh. you.
3: They had little I, buttons on them where you, we oh. talked about it on one of our shows. Oh,
2: well, again, you could even make <laughs> reservations at the hotels at one time from the phones. phones. I miss the payphones. Yep. So,
4: so, if there's an emergency and you know not every not everybody has cell phones, what are you supposed to do?
1: I uh, don't find somebody with a cell phone. It says kids often play on them and make false 911 calls. That's another reason. (laughs) Should a guest need to make an outside call, cast members have been instructed to direct them to City Hall. So hopefully there's no emergency in the far back part of the park. So, Especially with cell phone service the way it is.
2: Yeah, really.
1: (laughs) So an important more... Now the legit story. Yeah. SeaWorld is going to fight a ban on breeding killer whales at San Diego Habitat. So all all Shamu broke loose recent uh recently. <laughs> yes. uh, Shamu see, we, hit the fan. Yeah. Yes, there. <laughs> see you're so much better. Why didn't I just wait? I should have just thrown you the softball. You hit it out. I just Yeah, it was a good one. Damn it. Nice one. Anyways, we SeaWorld. Have our SeaWorld plans to fight a decision by the California Coastal Commission that bans the breeding of killer whales in captivity, a condition that the agency attached to its approval of the multi-million-dollar expansion of the whale habitat in San Diego. It's attached, so what do you do? The company said that the commission overreached its mandate when it added the restrictions during a hearing last week. The discussion, the company said, should have focused on land use, not animal husbandry. I've never read those two words together. The statement released recently by SeaWorld Entertainment was referring to a decision that went to the heart of one of the San Diego Marine theme park's main attractions, the 11 killer whales or orcas, that are on display and perform there. The commission's decision, which halted the breeding of the whales and called into question the future of the shows, has been applauded by animal rights activists. Of course. SeaWorld was looking for approval for a $100 million – their $100 million endeavor called the Blue World Project, which planned for a habitat with a depth of 50 feet – doubling the water volume of what they have right now and is going to be open to the public in 2018. But the hearing over expansion plans included discussions about the captivity and capturing of the whales, with the amendment on breeding and one and another one on whale transport pinned as conditions to the final approval for the project. As a regulatory board charged with managing coastal development and related land use decisions, the Coastal Commission went way beyond its jurisdiction – an authority when it banned a breeding by killer whales at SeaWorld, said President and Chief Executive of SeaWorld Entertainment, Joel Manby. Mr. Manby went on to say, It simply defies common sense that a straightforward land use permit approval would turn into a ban on animal husbandry practices, an area in which the commissioners have no education, training, or expertise. A spokeswoman for the commission, Milwaukee Schwartz, said, on, for, said recently that it, would have had, that it would have no comment on the SeaWorld statement because it had not seen a formal complaint. While passions ran high in the hearing room, the Commission's 11 to 1 vote to add these conditions to the project was substantively grounded in Coastal Act policies that protect marine resources and species of special biological significance, which surely describes orcas. These policies are routinely applied to marine mammals in the wild, but the law does not preclude their application to captive marine mammals. This was not a power grab, said Dana Bochko, vice chairwoman of the Coastal Commission. If SeaWorld's longevity projections are correct, the company now has about 40 years to phase out public display with its current whale collection and plan for a shamu free future. SeaWorld is blowing smoke, mm-hmm. said the PETA Foundation Director of Animal Law, Jared Goodman. Although the Coastal Act focuses on protecting open spaces and wildlife in their native state, it contains no limiting language that excludes captive wildlife. Rather, the legislature required the commission to protect all resources that exist within the coastal zone, as the orcas at SeaWorld plainly do. Discuss.
3: Oy, 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 oy.
0: Exactly. So they've they've said they can't breed whales, but they also can't bring in whales that they've bred at Other the Florida places. Park.
1: This sounds to me like it was a setup. Uh like, yeah. oh yeah, we're gonna approve it, but don't think we're not gonna I just interesting. Eleven to one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um The Coastal Commission is also the ones that have kept them from becoming a major roller coaster park as well, because they limit the the height of roller coasters and the impact of of those kind of attractions on the landscape as well. So uh, it's like they you know they're trying to to keep them from doing animals, but they're also keeping them from the attractions as well. So it's like how can how can Sea World survive with doing one they, or the other? They can't.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: What are your thoughts, Tony?
1: Well, I'm, remember, I remember being from San Diego. It doesn't surprise me. We can't get anything done there. Environment, whether you like it or not, is a very big, uh, very big push. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego, especially as I've been paying attention to the whole stadium issue, one of the issues with San Diego, and you kind of see it here. I'm not saying I'm not going to take any stance on whether it's m- morally wrong or right with the orcas and all that stuff. San Diego has always wanted to be a small. It's a big city that still wants to be a small town. Right. And so a lot of their policies are still, we're a small town. We don't like this. We don't, not in right. my backyard. And that also limits though, them from becoming a major city. Mm-hmm. They're the smallest major city right. in terms of philosophy and business and, and even tour, even though tourism is such a big thing, thing, well, we're going to limit the, limit the roller coaster size. So then that's not going to, you know, and so, uh, I again was the one who said, I think in our lifetime, SeaWorld's going to be gone. At least in San Diego, and it's, this isn't helping. I don't want it to be gone, but I don't know what, what do you do? I don't know if
4: it'll, I don't know if it'll be gone. It might be greatly reduced, right? But if, if they, if they do this at all the parks where they get rid of the whales via attrition, personally, I don't see that as a bad thing.
1: I don't either, but people go to see Shamu. Do you think we will still go without Shamu? People It
4: go depends to the... how
3: they market.
4: Yep. They go to see Shamu because it's right, it's highly marketed. But before there was Shamu, people used to go to Marineland and people go to the Aquarium of the Pacific and the Monterey uh Bay Aquarium. That a lot of people go to those. So they might have to redo, you know, it's the, to have these highly intelligent animals. I don't want to get into political. It's just, it breaks my heart though.
1: No, I, that's why I think, I don't, I'm, that's why I think it's not going to be around. That's just my own opinion, mm-hmm. my own prediction. But the,
0: the thing that bothers me is, is the way it's being done. Um, yeah. It's, it's, and in, you know, California commissions or, or boards or things like that in California have a history of trying to legislate. Mhm. Um, you know, you think of all the power like the 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 air boards and things like that have in California now. We can't run our fireplaces, we can't, you know, we can't water on certain days, we can't do all this other stuff. It's just like everything is is being legislated by these little boards and and the California Coastal Commission apparently is um
2: Doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. Laws are being passed by unelected officials.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome to California. Yeah. I mean Yeah.
0: Let's attach a fee to it. Yeah.
1: It's not a tax it's, it's not a tax, that's, it's a fee.
4: That's so sad.
1: But you know what's okay, and I'm not now we're gonna need a political, so whatever. Now that I travel <laughs> for work, when I go places and like I pick up a bottle and then all of a sudden it's ten cents cheaper because I'm not Doing this, or uh-huh. when now that I um live back in LA County, and then it's oh, would you like a bag for ten cents? It's it's right. all that. It's all yeah. those little things, but it's just interesting because in other places, you know, I uh. I, I I don't have that. So
0: all right, we'll keep following this story. No? I
3: yeah. just I feel like they're being railroaded too in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That so yeah. All right, thank you, Tony. That's it. Time for Rapid Fire. Let's start with Michael.
2: Spider-Man, (laughs) Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches these just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man, to Disneyland's Tomorrowland. (laughs) Yes, Mouseketeers, beginning November 16th, you can meet one of your favorite superheroes, Spider-Man. At he was always what, my favorite on the electric company. <laughs> at what is being called the superhero HQ. It's going to be the West home, West coast home base of some of the greatest heroes in the universe. So you'll be able to, um, tour the treasures of Asgard and, and Mary Jo, you can still cross the Bifrost to come face to face with the mighty Avenger Thor. That's, yeah. that's
4: the most important news of this whole yes. rapid fire, Michael. <laughs>
2: you can still suit up as Iron Man and check out the Hall of Armor at Iron Man Tech, presented by Stark Industries. They are still going to have a game setter center set up, and you can also pick up your favorite superhero gear, so you can um, play, you can be your favorite superhero at home. And of course Spider-Man will now be uh, dropping in at what they are calling the old Carousel of Progress building and Inventions is now going to be called the Tomorrowland Expo Center and this all happens November 16th. However, Spider-Man comes, well we always of course have to lose something and Captain America will no longer be throwing his mighty shield. In Tomorrowland, he will be on an away mission um, when Spider-Man <laughs> drops in. But hopefully when he's done with his mission, he will um, come back and yield his mighty shield again.
4: <laughs> I think Tomorrowland Expo is actually a better name than Intervention, especially yeah. now.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, do we know
0: which floor is going to be which? Is it the I've, Marvel I've, characters on the top
3: floor? It should be I Marvel
2: characters Marvel on the top on the second floor. Okay. Yeah. yeah, because they've yep.
3: already got all that stuff all set up. Yeah, Why would exactly. they move
2: it?
4: Yeah. On the first floor, isn't it House of the Future or all of yeah. those are still there?
3: Well, it there, was. Right? That will be the preview center. That's going to be Star Wars, correct?
4: Yeah. Ah, okay. The, yeah, bay. Get with the program, it? Mary Jo. Star, Star you know, right? Wars, um,
2: <laughs> right? La- landing bay or launch bay. Launch bay. Launch bay. Yeah.
4: So when you say that Spider-Man's dropping in, is this literal? Do we get to see him use that web tip? To- <laughs>
2: And oh yes, drop in. he's going to weave his so web cool. around you, Mary Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Poor>.
4: thing.
3: <laughs> Spidey is full of humor. This must mean that they uh finally he finally got released from uh wasn't Sony, was it? Which one made the Spider-Man yeah, movies?
0: Yeah, I think it is Sony.
2: Yeah, it is so- interesting. So, because uh, I know that Disney has been um reacquiring film rights for some of right. these superheroes. So I wonder if this is a signal they've gotten Spider-Man.
0: Very
3: cool. Um, I would say so.
0: <laughs> That's just right. my opinion.
2: Thank you, Michael. Mary
4: Coming this uh, Christmas along with some of the other ornaments, some of the new ones that we have are Paint the Night. And these are so cool. They're Mickey ears with scenes from Paint the Night um, Parade, including Sorcerer Mickey, Tinkerbell, Um, Sully from Monsters, Inc., Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and King Triton and Ariel from The Little Mermaid. So those will be coming out in the middle of this month. They should be out by now, I would think. If you want the whole set, it's only $150. Plus that all. Okay. I know, right?
2: Do they light up? For Um, $150. Yeah.
4: They do light up. Really? Yep. and I but I don't know if if you wave your little wand at them if they'll change colors or anything like that. So, so you should get it and try it out. But they will be selling them at the Disneyland store in Disneyland Park, which is the store on Main Street when you first go in by the Opera House. And at California Adventure, my favorite shop there off the page as well as Trolley Treats. And in Downtown Disney, they're selling it at the World of Disney store. So,
0: very cool. Thank mm-hmm.
4: you, George. I will go next. I have three more, and no, I'm Kitty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, this is about a book signing at Not Berry Farm, or actually Not Scary Farm. Um, you can meet Ted Doherty, the author of Knott's Halloween Haunt, A Picture History, at a book signing during Not Scary Farm, um, the event at the Ghost Town General Store on Saturday, October 31st, so Halloween, from 8 a.m to 10, uh, 9.30 and 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, of course, not Scary Farm admission is required. Uh, this is a fascinating display of archival photographs, most of which have never been, never seen the light of day, and meticulously researched ghoulish details. Um, so this is yeah, a, a book about Knott's Halloween haunt, which is kind of cool. Um, I will put a link in the show notes page to this, but it's kind of cool that there's not necessarily if you want to go to the signing, but to get the book would be a very cool right. coffee table book to have. Um, let's see, Nancy.
3: Okay. As Michael so blatantly teased <laughs> and <laughs> Dina mentioned in chat, um, there will be. A, um, even though it wasn't announced on the Disney Parks blog, there will be a, um, big Star Wars trailer event, um, at Downtown Disney on the big screen. And it will also, there will also be a second event at the El Capitan. So, um, now, Star Wars The Force Awakens, um, of course, the trailer will be Um, debuting during Monday Night Football on October 19th, during halftime of the game, so anybody around the country can watch it. Um, But if you want to watch it with your fellow Star Wars fans at Downtown Disney District in Anaheim, um, they are going to be putting up a giant screen outside the AMC Downtown Disney 12, and they're going to start at 5 p.m., counting down to the trailer release.
4: And what day is this again, Nancy?
3: This is Monday,
4: Darn, that would be so much fun to Monday see. Watch that with other people.
3: Monday can, night, and then okay. even better, this one's even cooler. Um, in LA, up in Hollywood, join your fellow Star Wars fans down at the El Capitan Theater for the debut of the trailer and a special Disney Infinity 3.0 pre-show event. Doors to the El Cap will open at 5:30 p.m. Tickets are not required. Attendance will be on first come, first served basis. And uh, then uh, after the uh, the exclusive new look, tickets to the the event will be on sale. So then you can buy your tickets to see it at the All Cap,
4: which cool. would be pretty cool. Yeah. And when does Star Wars come out again?
3: Uh, right before Christmas.
4: Okay. Probably, so isn't it really? It it's early December. Times. Yeah, okay. I wasn't I know sure if it mentioned. was Christmas Day or. Or before mm-hmm.
3: then. No, it's early Christmas. I'm sure somebody in the chat. Chatterati? I know. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> I was going to say, Chatterati, <laughs> what's the date? December 18th for yeah, Dina. Yeah, December yeah, That's what I thought. Dina okay. would know.
0: All right. Thank you, Nancy. Tony?
1: <laughs> okay. If you want a day six times seven <laughs> and you want to take the train, uh, Amtrak has a California rail pass from San Diego. All the way to Northern California. You can get a California Rail Pass which allows for seven days of travel over a 21-day period for $159 for adults and $80 for children. And I know that AAA, I think, gets you a 20% rate, uh, um, 10%, 10%. 10% and $80 for children, which isn't uh, much. And it's for travel on any seven days during a consecutive 21-day period, travel during any part of a calendar day, councils using that day. And it's not limited – is limited to not more than four one-way journeys on a given route segment. It's non-transferable. and must be used within one year of purchase. So if you wanted to do that, I think it's a great way to go see California if you're starting in Anaheim. Okay. And if you wanted to go northern, even up to just Santa Barbara and then come back or go even further, that you can do that. And Tom's our trained expert, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was How? the price again? 159 for adults, $80 for children up to 12. Okay. Up to two children may ride with each full fair-paying adult. Right, right. And then, just so you know, Amtrak also has decided, related, that starting – they just started that you can only have your two carry-on bags and two personal items. If you have more than that, it's going to be $20 for each bag, and any carry-on bag cannot exceed 50 pounds, and personal items have to weigh only 25 pounds, so you can't Move and use Amtrak to bring 300 pound boxes, and they said it's unsafe for the crew. Uh, if someone's trying to wrestle a 75 pound bag up to the rack over you, that's dangerous. Yeah. So now I, I,
0: I can see how they can monitor checked bags, but I don't know how they're going to monitor carry-ons.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't understand that either. Because
0: you you get on the train, you drop it off, and the and the. Uh, at the at the rack, and then you go sit down somewhere, and it's not always right next to you. Yeah. Okay, whose large suitcase is this here? I don't know. It's gonna be interesting how so, they how they try to implement that. There you go. But still, but still, with two bat two bat two of each is is plenty. I mean, not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unless you're going coast to coast or something like that.
1: So there you go.
0: Thank you Tony. All right um, mm-hmm. uh, Somebody in the chat room is asking about the the 60th um, the new nighttime spectaculars and things like that for the 60th and if they will continue after the 60th what the there's like no doubt about that right I mean as much as they spend on those things. Probably. Yeah,
4: probably. Well, really? I would. I would say sad. yeah. I, I agree with Dean. I think the only thing that's going to change is World of Color will get oh, yeah. a well, new. Yeah, yeah. It, it won't be a tribute anymore.
0: Yeah, they'll get rid of that one. Yeah, we'll get a,
4: a we'll get a new World of of get Color, a real but, show. But the
0: mm-hmm.
2: Disneyland shows are successful; those will stay. Oh yeah. Well, we kept the fireworks for ten years. The fiftieth. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that'll be around a while. Yeah.
4: You know, and do you think that they're going to modify the, the fireworks? Remember the fiftieth? How spectacular those fireworks were! But it was also it was them? also
0: really really long, and these aren't as long, so right, so they may Some, not have to.
4: They might. They might um, not have two characters flying.
0: Oh, that's true.
2: But
4: um, but what do you guys think?
2: Neither you know they're so
3: unpredictable.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, it could
3: it could revert back to an old show. It could stay the same for a long time. I mean, right now it's not horrendous. As much as it's a 60th anniversary show, it's still relatively "quote unquote" timeless. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's not like it's saying, "Ooh, we're the 60th anniversary show." It's just saying we love Walt. Blah blah blah. <laughs> we love Disneyland. We love blah, 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 blah.
0: Okay.
4: If well, they did the same where they, you know how- it, I'm sorry um, to be so eloquent. It's been a really long day. but <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm some verbose. After the 60th is over, they might go to what they were doing before the 60th celebration that was rotating them again. Right. You know, Magical. Mag- magical during the-
0: yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: yeah. 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 I can't Magical. <laughs> Isn't that a wine?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I, is what I, we need right about now. I think they might do that. And I think the reason they modified the 50th was it was a very long fireworks show. So they did take out, you know, that Shenandoah part. They I part. love the
3: Shenandoah part. It made me yeah, cry. Well, right. You
2: should have changed yourself to that fireworks launcher, <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> anyway, so um, – so Why anyway, are
3: we uppity <laughs> today?
2: <laughs> so I, I but Disney Forever isn't really a terribly long no, fireworks show. So I, I would be surprised if they modified it. Mm-hmm.
3: Hey man, if they can keep a uh, if they can keep a shorter show with a shorter budget.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean the projections are, I'm assuming cheap. Cause yeah. I mean, it's the shells that that, and I'm sure they probably cut down on the shells because they're doing. More projections. So, yep. All right. Thank you, folks. I say they're going to keep them. Yep. There you go. All right. Thank and you. And then
3: they're going to change up world of color. All right. Yes.
0: Nancy. Yes. Nancy. Nancy is, has has chimed in. All right. Thank you, folks. In Mixler, we appreciate you. Hopefully, we'll we'll chat with you again next week. Thank you for everyone at home for listening. Uh, thank you to the team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Design Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.